Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. Still talking about real American hero G.I. Joe in the form of spy troops. The second half of the made for toy line movie short film. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Race Decanus. I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gia Ippolito. Chan is already grumpy. How are you I'm already not. grumpy? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I, 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 I honestly don't understand it myself because I'm full of soup. <laughs> I am, I'm in my happy spot. Um, I hate the cold weather, uh, but I do love soup. And, you know, there's like three weeks of cold weather in Los Angeles. So yep. I am making the most of it. I am, I'm making stocks. I'm just cook. I'm, I'm pressure cooking uh, vegetables and root vegetables. And it's it's all good times. I'll tell you what. Oh, I, lo- I love the, th- the three weeks in L.A. when it's cold and rainy are my favorite weeks of my life. It's trash. <laughs> Look, I love the rain. Look, I grew up in the Midwest, you know, a place where actual weather happens and it's exciting to have the torrential downpour that we've had. Now, granted, that's the only yeah. rain we're going to see in the year 2023. But I liked I, it when I, I had it. Yeah, I sleep with uh, I sleep with rain sounds on on Absolutely. my Alexa. So the like this past weekend, I didn't even have to turn it on because I could just I heard natural rain sounds. It was dope. I've got fluffy blankets on every on the backs of my reading chair on the back of my couch. I've got them all over the place and I love it. Plus, I got to use my galoshes the other day. It'll be the only time in the next five years that I could use my rain boots. <laughs> yeah, because guess what, folks? We're headed towards the hottest 2023 we're ever going to see. The Ugh. hottest Los Angeles has ever been in about six months. Get ready, everybody. But can I just say that uh, Spy Troops is a dumb name that I only realized when you said it right now. And it reminds me of Super Troopers or like some some gag name in something like if if there was a, a Pixar movie or something and a kid is obsessed with a movie. He's like, oh, Mom, I want to go see Spy Troops. Like it sounds like a fake name. Yeah, and fair. I really think that they could have workshopped something better than spy troops, something more dramatic. Like, wait a minute, Gina, if you look at the plot of this, there are spies and there are troops. And some of those troops are also spies. I don't think a more logical name could be come up with. I don't even know. Like what was the first, what was the first? I mean, here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I like it with the exception of the animation. I like it, but what was the, give me a quick rundown of the first half of this movie. (sighs) First half of this movie. Okay, here's the basic, here's the bones of it, if you will, is that G.I. Joe has a character named High Tech who created a a, a device called the Merc system, which Mm. allows human brain waves to control vehicles. Cobra stole that technology from them to put it into their battle android troopers, which themselves have been upgraded to be laser proof. Uh, In the middle of all of this, Zartan uh, uh, kidnapped Scarlet after... uh, Doing an impression, what do you say? He was uh, 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 disguised as shipwreck, and so that was a lot of fun. And then there was a couple of different battles. It's all good. G.I. Joe's sort of down at the halfway point. Uh, Scarlet's been kidnapped, and the Merc has been stolen. Yeah, I want this to have like an old school Doctor Who title from like the 1960s that's like the brainwaves of death instead <sighs> of spy troops. 
spy, spy troops. troops. Stupid. I mean, they're selling uh, toys to children. Yeah, you think a kid wouldn't want to buy a toy that has at the top of it, as seen in the brainwaves of terror? No, Gina, to be fair, though, I think you're going to be on board, though, with the name of the second made-for-toy movie. You know the title of that one? No. It's called Valor versus Venom. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And again... I, li- I like this movie. So far, we've had more yeah. good G.I. Joe than bad G.I. Joe. So in the history of G.I. Joe, I keep getting afraid that the next iterations. Deke really ruined me. Deke is like that one bad boyfriend that every time you get a new boyfriend, <laughs> you're like, oh, God, please, please don't. Please don't freak out on me. Please don't. Please don't be a weirdo or an insane person. And then when it's not, you're like, oh, OK. And but then this you show have to deal has with terrible. The- Animation. Yeah, the constant farting and the other problems, but it's not those same problems. That's yeah, the yeah, that's the the constant farting is the equivalent of the bad computer animation. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? At a certain point in life, you'll take it. <laughs> I'm at a certain point in life where I just miss real American hero characters and I'm happy to see them back. So I'll take whatever dog shit <laughs> Beast Wars animation they want to throw at me. I'll tell you this. Uh, there were points during this second half where I understood why uh, when they saw some test animation, they're like, yes, go ahead and green like this. There were certain parts of it. I'm thinking of the dog fight. I'm yep. thinking of uh, the second ninja fight where there, uh, yep. there are points there where I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. If like the whole thing looked like this, I would be into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. there's then like you go and look at the faces and there's one particular bit near the end here oh, where uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. one person is like talking and yes his face just oh my god yeah I, I hate it it's uncanny valley but also just like i i i also just it's not just that the faces look terrible and it's that creepy like they they didn't they had a new technology and didn't quite know how to use it it's also just like i i just hate everything that it stands for like if there was a cartoon now that started to come out that was all ai created like i would be like fuck this that's how i feel about like computer animation not only does it look bad but also just everything that it sort of stood for and was taking away from regular artists at the time i was just like oh this sucks I mean, but digital yeah, I artists say, need work too come on i mean i'm yeah, not gonna stand here for that i mean that they weren't really a thing before that they they sort of were but not not like I, this is it's just a terrible medium all, all around no, i mean it, I it's fair look this is uh, uh you know i think back to toy story and when they did the original toy story and about how they couldn't really animate people and faces and hands and human beings. That's why they stuck to a bunch of toys interacting, you know? And I kind of feel that way about this in that I bet you they sold the animation by showing a clip of like the vehicles fighting uh-huh, and then like, uh-huh. and then like still, and then like still shots of like Cobra commander, the Baroness, you know, they're looking pretty good. Uh, and Duke. And then they didn't actually try to animate the people. Cause that's where the problems come in is when you yeah. try to animate the human Ugh. beings who are moving very, not flu fluidly, let's say. Yeah, just uh, the mouths, the hand movements, every everything about the way they walk is is just. It's like a it's like a it's like playing a glitchy old video game. It is. It's like playing Resident Evil Two on the PlayStation One. <laughs> Real one zero game. gravity. In zero G. <laughs> Two one zero. Contact off. is the answer. Is the moment. Anyway, so where we left off in this particular episode, I uh, wasn't done singing the three, two, one contact. I theme was done song. with you singing the three, two, one contact theme song. <laughs> Not fair, it wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, and real quick, uh, before we get really into it, uh, Paul Sidaway, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for going on uh, facebook.com slash knowing us half the podcast. I brought up that I had a cassette tape uh, uh, audio drama with an orange tripwire figure, and Paul, being the G that he was, listening, went, I have that same cassette tape. Uh, I may still have that orange tripwire in my G.I. Joe collection. It's just a little buried. I got to I got to pull it out again. Um, but he found me a YouTube video link of of the fif- 16 minutes of uh, audio drama. Uh, the Cobra's Revenge with Cobra Commander selling Peter Laurie. 
Um, I'll be putting a link to that on, I believe it may be, you know, it's already on the uh, Twitter page as we record this for knowing it's half the podcast at GI Joe podcast on Twitter. Chan, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and, and you can actually listen to this and it is a treat. Gina wants to do it as a Patreon only episode and talk mm-hmm. about it. And mm-hmm. I think we should. Yeah, I listened to the first like minute or two and I felt a lot of uh, a lot of different emotions. Yeah, I think not, we can even not do all negative it's so either. Short and it's audio. <laughs> I could just, you know, steal it, put it on the thing so you could hear it yourself. Then listen to us talk about it immediately afterwards. This is Patreon. There are no rules. <laughs> Take that Hasbro. Reissue it, you cowards. Oh, are we beefing with Hasbro now? I don't know if I can add more beefs to my beef list. No, you know what? We're chickening with them. How about that? Okay. We'll take the chicken. I'm a pork man myself. (laughs) I know. Anyway, Scarlet uh, ends up saving Snake Eyes from an explosion right after Snake Eyes saves Scarlet from the laser beams. And G.I. Joe meets in the pit to say, we need to take Cobra Mountain now. Now, I don't think this Merc technology is so powerful that nothing could stand up to Cobra if they have it. I'll put it out there, but I appreciate the gumption of one G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. It made an effort. And, yeah. Yeah, because... I... yeah, go ahead, Gina. I was going to say, I like this scene uh, because like ever since you said it last week, I can't get it out of my head now that like both Shipwreck and uh, Snake Eyes are in love with and probably banging Scarlet. I like it. And I love any moment of this where either of those men show show their true colors towards her. So when Shipwreck is like, we need to get her, we need to get her back, we need to do this, I'm like, yeah, boy, you you get it. You get you get that chick. Cause I hope I want her to be be. I like to imagine that if I was in a mostly male military operation and I had trained for years in my father's dojo, that's her, right? <laughs> Yeah, in the Atlanta, Georgia, with her three brothers, they yeah. trained uh, karate. If I had, if I made my body into this finely honed weapon and was very trained, I would like to imagine that I could cut loose by boning any number of these military dudes whenever I wanted to. Isn't hey, you- this? Just your UCB career? I was about to say that you're t- <laughs> referring to 28 year old Gina Ippolito at Upright Citizens Brigade, right? <laughs> Because, I mean, like, to my understanding, that's how it went. The way you explain it, it 100% <laughs> sounds like any woman in any comedy theater in Los oh. Angeles. But there's a real big difference between, uh, okay, like, listen. the snow jobs and the snake eyes who, if nothing else, have a career and a skill. <laughs> and Fair every point. dude at UCB. <laughs> Wait a minute, yeah. are you, try- are you yeah. trying to say that we're talking about 2007, 2008 comedy <laughs> theaters, that if you had a choice between snow jobs, abs with snake eyes and shipwreck, <laughs> beefy men, you know, who accomplish things and have good jobs and people like Robert Clark Chan and myself <laughs> who did not have any of those things going for them. Okay, Gina, you're making a lot of sense and I don't like it. <laughs> Look, I think I would like to hear from our female audience. Oh, wait. I'm sure that she will get back to you. (laughs) I would like a hashtag, uh, hashtag hot career men or hashtag 2007 Ray and Chan. (laughs) I will make a strong case for 2007 Ray and Chan. The problem is they don't get good until about 10 years later (laughs) Uh, when their physical has passed them. Yeah, I feel like you're being real generous. That at any point, they reached something like good. <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing, amazing! I'm I'm here for all of the above. Now, listen, uh, this is maybe I would assume Gina's favorite scene of the entire uh, movie, which is when I I don't even remember why shipwreck just just in the Cobra base. Um, he's just there, and he finds himself into Cobra Commander's closet. And steals oh, a Cobra Commander yes. outfit and walks into the throne room <laughs> and pretends yes. to be Cobra Commander. And you know what? I'm here for it. Yeah, this was this was my favorite part of I think the whole movie. And I and I like this movie, but yeah, this was I was really feeling this. He hang glides into 
like into Cobra headquarters and Snake Eyes is like is is sent off to find Scarlet and Shipwreck is sent off to find the codes to open the bay doors so that the rest of the Joes can come in. And yes, as he's exploring, he's just and he's like narrating it. He's like Cobra Commander's outfit. And then it's on him and he's like walking around. He's like, oh, yeah, look at this comfy chair. I'm going to sit in this comfy chair. (laughs) And Polly is there. And this is the first time we see Polly. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited about all of this. And then he does a Cobra Commander impression. And then Polly does a Cobra Commander impression. Fantastic. I could have written this scene myself and it, it couldn't have been any better. I would like a sound clip of, of Polly doing a Cobra Commander impression. Oh, yeah. Cobra you Commander asking for crackers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and bring me crackers, you minis. Cracker, cracker, cracker. <laughs> it's oh, so good. I, I love that it. Scene is I so really fun. love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the fact that he repeats crackers and then does a little bird trill at the end, and no one is the is the wiser. Oh, it's good, it's good, it's good. I love it. And then he asks for an outside line so he can call Joe headquarters, and nobody <laughs> calls him on his bullshit. It's amazing. Uh, and then Cobra Commander shows up on the call, and without without missing a beat, shipwreck uh, immediately turns and goes, "There's an imposter, me arrest him. I'm dying." I'm dying because it's wonderful. This is this is G.I. Joe, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. love it. I love I love how pissed off Cobra Commander is because he realizes what's going on and he's like, I'm not the I'm not the imposter. That's the imposter. And no one is questioning shipwreck at all. Nobody <laughs> at all. It's great. Um, I, I appreciate that. Now now we get to the battle. Look, a lot of part two is going to be taking place in this one battle. Essentially, here we go. We're into act three at this point, and I, I'm just going to go out on a record, Chan. I need to rely on you as the science jerk of this podcast. Oh, but boy. <laughs> I don't think gliders can actually do the things that the Joe team what? has those, those gliders what? doing. We're not Maybe even I'm crazy. Look, I mean, uh, th- this was there were many points here where as I was, you know, kind of like going, oh, yeah, this looks pretty cool. Then they pull some shit like the ha- dudes in the hang gliders swooping in and kicking helicopters out of the sky <laughs> great on their hang gliders and i'm like mm, all right, i just well. like he takes the hang glider he goes up in the air and just sort of hangs there for a sec and then changes direction and goes the, i'm just like yes i mean this to be fair hang gliders should work there there are jets on the hang gliders so you know oh if we it was wonderful that circle, we're fine but uh this feels like not Larry Hama stuff, and it might have been, but it it feels more like I write the script. Here you go, and they're like, "Oh, what kind of cool stuff can we do in a battle? How about yeah. we do this? How about we do this?" I'm mean, say Larry Hama. He'll he'll write some over the top action. He's not afraid. He's like Buzz in that regard. He's not afraid to. I, but I gotta say, this was this was I was bored during this. Like I got I got bored, and I think it's because like the other stuff was so funny that I like wanted it yeah. to get back to. Like and also not just like funny, but like I wanted to see, you know, shipwreck pretending to be Cobra Commander. I wanted to see Snake Eyes fighting Storm Shadow and like getting back and fucking boning Scarlet. And then like that's gonna that doesn't feel like it's gonna happen. Yeah, no, I think they would show that. I think they would show that. It was definitely direct to video, but I don't think (laughs) we're talking about it's in the room in the video store behind the curtain. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, like they spent so much time on just like, oh, these ships are shooting each other in the air, and I was like, oh man, I get it, I get it. How many minutes of this am I gonna watch where I can't tell what's going on? Yeah. So, well, thankfully, we we cut away uh, to uh, uh, back to shipwreck again. He's been caught. Uh, I do appreciate because he gets caught and then he's ordered to be taken away by a bunch of uh, Crimson Guard. And then all of a sudden, right at the end of the scene, uh, it's revealed. You, you don't know, but you know that it's Agent Faces, the undercover Joe, pretending to be a guardsman. He's like, we got shipwreck. Anyway, you got them codes? I like that. That was, <laughs> was great. Yeah, was I thought so that was fun. good, too. I laughed. I, I laughed out. Didn't... I legitimately laughed. I don't know if I like wasn't 
paying attention that it was faces, but like, I didn't realize until like when he said like, okay, what about the codes? Like, I was like, wait, what? Like, who is that? Cause I mean, I realized when he said that, that that was going to be, but I, I didn't put two and two together. And then, and then when he was like, I'm faces, I was like, oh, so I was, I was pleasantly surprised by, yeah, they actually got me for a second. Yeah. It was really fun. Uh, I just, I let, then the scene just ends. Like they don't follow up with anything. And I'm just like, yeah. Uh, this takes us back to uh, he gets inside and uh, agent faces they, and shipwreck take out the other two guardsmen that are, are they're there. And then they go and they open up the uh, the base, the Cobra base. So Joe can now come inside. And I did appreciate the fact that it took them longer to open the base than they were expecting. And the Joe team is just like, yo, what do we do? The timing isn't working out. And then Duke, I think, is just like, then we just going to have to hold on till it's ready. I was just like, yeah, that's you- leadership, baby. You skipped over Wild Bill. Uh, in the, well, Wild Bill's the, here, too. Oh, yeah. The second point where I was like, uh, all right, all right, all right. He's like, I'm just going to tunnel in with my tank. That's right. I loved doing it. Doing what tanks do, shooting shells at a mountain and digging a tank-sized <laughs> hole into it. Repeatedly, fast enough to get inside a goddamn mountain in a... Like if they had had one of those uh, Cobra digging machines or something like that, or just some nod to some kind of logic, like how are you going to do this thing? I would have been into it, but no, it was just it was just pure bullshit. Are you telling me I can't uh, just dig a hole through a mountain by ramming it like a fucking penis in a porn movie? I am saying that I have tried. <laughs> ramming my penis into a mountain in my younger years you know like when i was really hard i mean like like diamond hard as they say turns out not actually not actually diamond hard it uh was more of a metaphor or a simile if you will and in fact uh my penis hurt a lot is that why they call you shredded peen chan now uh it's not my favorite nickname but yeah like it it tracks you know what chan you're so brave thank you um yeah so yeah they do tunnel in why i got here wild bill equals tunnel and yes it, it's fantastic and i'm on board it seems very logical but now we're inside cobra mountain where 100 bats have been affixed with the merc device at this point and also they are laser proof this is bad news for gi joe i legitimately felt peril for them destro is wearing the helmet and the bats are just like pinning them all down all the joe team the joe team is just directly shooting the shit out of them but nothing's happening. And they're like, this could be very bad for us, guys. We, I think we need to fall back. Oh, before that even, we also need to talk about uh, the door opens up. And I, I think it might have been Duke or one of them. There's a turret that's like shooting at them. You know, like a, a laser turret, like sure. you do. Dude jumps up on the turret barrel, swings around like a gymnast, and... The turret blows up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, what's the problem? Like, I, I don't even know that Nadia Komanich could pull that shit off. It didn't <laughs> make any sense. He didn't throw any grenades in. He just like swung on. He horsed around. Horsed around, as we tell our child, who's climbing all over fans and shit that he's not supposed to. Maybe and he had a grenade it. in his butt, and you just didn't see it go in. Like Thank maybe you. he pooped it out. Look, in my younger days. <laughs> I put grenades into my butt to try to blow up turrets. And you know what? That's why they call me bleeding ass Chan. Hashtag bleeding ass Chan. All of your nicknames are awful. You know what? Uh, uh, There were a lot of them uh, back in high school. It's, uh, you know, when people ask me, like, did you enjoy, you know, your uh, secondary career? I was like, no, not not even a little bit. The children of school. I'm moving on. This, dude, this takes us to Ninja Fight number two, and this is the big one because it spans four different scenes of the same movie. Uh, this is where Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow square off. Uh, very, very exciting because it does go back and forth a whole heck of a lot. It's not just sort of the Snake Eyes domination that a bad writer would probably want to write in here. And so Snake Eyes uh, basically kind of the team says, okay, wait for the cue and we're all going to run and let these two fight. We got to take care of our own business. And I did appreciate this. What Snake Eyes is fighting Storm Shadow, and he ends up like pulling the pin on one of his grenades that Storm yeah. Shadow was wearing, and he throws the pin back at him. 
And that starts an explosion, which ends the first stanza. And I'm like, this is fun. Yeah, I didn't. So this is like the second time in this episode that they fight. And in the first one, I don't like the fact that they both pull guns on each other. I did think it was cool that the laser beams sort of hit each other exactly and canceled each other out. But just the fact that these two ninjas, these two highly trained ninjas who are looking to test themselves against each other are going to pull guns just seems... Uh, it seems I, not accurate. No, I will say that when I was a kid, the fact that Snake Eyes had a katana and an Uzi mm-hmm. was <laughs> the most baller shit in it's, it's the, the world, By bar far. nothing. It yep. was so awesome. It, it I, I got a, a semi chub just <laughs> thinking about the file card. Yeah, but uh, like, is it true there's... the character? I don't think so. No, it oh, very it much is. It absolutely is. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. That's kind of the whole point. Is like you know, like American Ninja uh, was a huge thing back in the eighties, uh, and just sort of like uh, Americanized martial arts. Like, oh, we're we're Eastern, but we're cool Americans too. Uh, so that that totally tracks but for both but, of them to have it. You really think no, like both Storm of them, Shadow wouldn't use a gun. That's a very fair yeah, he point. Would. He but, definitely would. but I just think like if they're if it's a whole like they've had this beef going for their whole life and they want to test each other's skills against each other. It's not just like, OK, I have I have a job to do. I'm going to kill this guy and then move on. This is like, let's see who's superior. Let's see who the superior soldier is. I think like an argument could be made that they they wanted to see how good a shot each other was. Yes. They were hoping that we cancel point. each other out. Maybe that's it. Like I might be able to buy that, but just like, you know, an easy an easy death without actually proving yourselves, I think is is against their code. My beef with this is that it didn't escalate uh, yeah. This was the big fight. They interspersed it uh, in between this other huge firefight. So you yeah. really wanted to see something amazing happen. And the pacing for a while was better because in the first one, they did that thing where they're like pew, 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 jumping all around super fast and it just looks silly. This time they kind of slowed it down. So like clang, clang, clang. Went the trolley. Ding, ding, ding. Went the bell. Keep going. Clang, 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 went my heartstrings. (laughs) From the moment I saw her, I fell. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Ethel and the Mermans. (laughs) (laughs) But it just didn't, yeah, it it did that. And then it didn't turn into something bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're like, (gasps) it just like, they kept going Mm -hmm. and were kind of boring. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, the place is falling apart. We got to run away. So, I mean, that definitely felt like, the artists let us down there. Like they should have wanted been. one of them to die. I wanted something like take it to the next level. Like, yes, we're clanging with swords. Now what did none of them got caught in anything? You're like, Oh no, I, there were no stakes. I didn't yeah. feel like I, I disagree. You know. I disagree completely. I think this is Ryan Johnson with the last Jedi. It subverted your expectations in delightful mm. ways. Uh, some would call that disappointing. I would call it uh, subverting your expectations. Um, Name one of- delightful thing here. Okay. Well, first off, they come back after uh, the uh, the Joes escape and Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes are fighting again. They do that jump up in the air move and it ends with Snake Eyes getting like hit hard twice with like a punch and a kick or something like that. And he gets dropped and defeated in the second round of this fight. Storm Shadow goes over clean, and I thought that was very, very exciting. It wasn't, though. It was just the commercial break, and when you come back, they're back to uh, status uh, quo again. Sir, well, of course. This is wrestling, Chan. Um, <laughs> we cut back to Dr. Mindbender in the hallway. and um, well, Before that, also, uh, uh, Snake Eyes' sword was, was reflecting lasers like a lightsaber? The fuck? That was pretty cool. That was cool. That was dumb. I like that. That's great. No. What do you mean dumb? That's We've amazing. Before. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. That's Wait, not earlier how you got a chub and this one made it go away. I don't think so. When you were <laughs> when you were a kid, Chad, the chub got bigger when the, he started deflecting lasers. Don't pretend. Yeah, but then he no. banged his penis against a mountain and now it's a very temperamental chub. I mean, there there's some serious internal damage there. So, you know, I feel like there's about five different ways I could take all of that and I'm just going <laughs> to ignore it and keep going forward. Um, 
G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Now, new G.I. Joe action packs. Joe's battling Cobra with action packs. His secret new weapon for Cobra attack. Flash, G.I. Joe has new vehicle packs. Nobody beats G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe scuba pack, tank car, and ATV, and the Cobra gyrocopter and rocket sled. Nobody beats G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Action packs and vehicle packs each sold separately. Back to G.I. Joe. Wild Bill and Hightech high have the amped their tank. They they amped the power on their tank by just like working on it for a couple minutes. And you know what? I'm here for it. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, the tank is now like super powered tank. And we get our final battles. Duke is fighting Destro. Boo. Uh, Boo. Who is controlling bats. Nope, Scarlet nope, is. Nope. Because Duke is like, I am calling you out. And Destro Ugh. is not a dumb guy, and he doesn't have pride in his his hand to hand fighting skills. He'd be like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna gun you down, dummy!" Yeah. And the I fact was, that he, yeah, that that was just straight up uh, plot ruling character, and I did not like that at all. I didn't like this for a different reason, and it's because I think that the animation is the worst on the faces of Duke and the face of uh, Destro. I think think Destro's ten times worse. They're both. They're just both so bad, in my opinion. And I don't know, like, like Duke just looks so stiff. Destro's face is all fucked up. So the fact that they're like cutting between them and they're like, "Ooh, I'm gonna fight you," I'm like, I could not. I do not want to see this. Like, it's just, it's embarrassing <laughs> to watch. I feel like it would be like if you saw, like, two four-year-olds, like, really fucking fighting. Like, if they had, like, knives and you were just like, oh, God, I'm uncomfortable for so many reasons. <laughs> I, don't, I, know, I know that, like, this should be cool, but it's just sad. Wait, and hold it's- on. What's one of the reasons? Because I can't <laughs> think of a single reason. Like two you go, children Dan. fighting with knives would would make I'm me uncomfortable. For, I'm uncomfortable for a very important reason. I bet on Tommy. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that kid's hair. You can tell that he just doesn't have what it takes. Doesn't have it. You know, uh, Scarlet's also fighting the Baroness, and the bats are fighting the Joes. So you get a little bit of everything in this whole sequence right here, and all mm-hmm. the Joes go over. I mean, pretty easily. Honestly, it's fine. Let's go back to Snake Eyes, the Ninja Battle Part 3. Snake Eyes wins. That's all I wrote. I don't have anything else to say about it. Snake Eyes decisively beats uh, Storm Shadow here. Although, as we learn later, again, uh, not for real, but he beats him, wins this stanza. Uh, But I want to get to maybe the most exciting part of this entire episode, uh, which is Cobra Commander gets on his red uh, helicopter to take off. And the souped-up Patriot tank fights Cobra Commander's helicopter by popping a wheelie and jumping into the air. (sighs) Patriot tank wins, everybody. Patriot, you don't come back from that maneuver. Patriot tank takes out the helicopter and the base just starts blowing up. I was very mad at this, but then (laughs) you to realize that no, that was coming. Yeah, Uh, this is not a surprise uh, on any level. Then it jumps out like we're in a goddamn Fast and Furious movie. And for some reason, I'm more mad at G.I. Joe than I am at the Fast and Furious movies, which is honestly hard to do because I fucking hate those movies. Do you mean the greatest movies of our lifetime? The greatest film (laughs) saga in history? Yeah. Why do you hate each one? Perfect. Why do you hate joy and family, Chan? Thank you. I mean, have you met me? (laughs) Actually, that's a good point. You should just put in your bio, I'm the I'm the anti-Fast and Furious, and everyone will know exactly what you mean. They'll say, Oh God, that must that guy must hate happiness and have no ties to family. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson rock bottom Jason Statham through a glass table in an exploding <laughs> office, Chan. What more do these people have to do to entertain you? I don't know. Write a script. How dare you? Fast 9, you know, that one had magnets and space. Mm-hmm. That's the script. Thank you. That is, well, now and that I also understand. also, a perfect movie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we can all agree. 
Uh, it is now, it is a tank doing a wheelie is what the, the whole series is a tank doing a wheelie. A tank doing a wheelie. And it's not as bad as all that because this particular Patriot tank has two very large wheels in the back and then regular treads the rest of the way. So really doing a wheelie sort of feels like it's something it should do. Chan, you could agree with that. Uh. You, you know what end of the tank is real heavy because there's a big old gun sticking out of it? <laughs> the front end. Interesting. You know what you need if you're going to do a wheelie in a vehicle? Wait on the back end. Mm. There is not enough junk in that trunk to make mm. this work. You don't know about that. You don't know. Maybe they had uh, maybe they put like lead back there or something. Thank you. Maybe it's sprayed with lead paint. <laughs> I imagine they're using depleted uranium shells, which means that... It all holds up. See, it all, it all makes sense. And this is where we get to the big final confrontation. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. But Ryan Johnson style subverts expectations because explosions happen, ending the fight prematurely. Why? That you why, feel silly, Chan. Why are you saying these horrible things about a man who makes good films? Last <laughs> Onion was fantastic. Also, I love the Star Wars films. Listen, Glass Onion was unexpectedly amazing. I knew it would be good. I didn't know it would be that good. It was expectedly amazing. Yeah, I, that's 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 odd. No, I no, look, I loved Knives Out. I love Glass Onion, and I'll just say right now, I expected it to be good, and it was great. Mm. All right. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but... it's fair. I think that's fair. So it's fair. <laughs> this uh, okay. Next bit was Shipwreck. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was so nice. a kind of a great moment where Shipwreck and uh, many, many, fa- many faces from He-Man, no, faces, yeah. agent yeah. faces are <laughs> running through an exploding hallway. His first name better fuck. You know what? I'm going to look it up right now. I need it to be true. Man E faces. Yeah, that's his name. Um, agent faces. G.I. Joe. So anyway, there's a moment where there's an explosion and then like uh, uh, it's kind of an amazing, like really vaguely homoerotic moment where (laughs) Agent Faces reaches out and they do the Beastmaster arm grab and he pulls him in real tight and he's got this big goofy smile on his face. And I'm like, are we going to are we doing this? Yeah, they looked like they were going to kiss. And I was I was like, it wasn't just me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I 100 percent was like, oh, man, is is this version of Shipwreck gay? Like, is that what's happening? Be okay uh, with it. Yeah, I was hoping they were all going to have a foursome with Scarlet and Ninja. Snake Eyes? Yeah. I can't remember okay. if it's Snake Eyes or Storm Shadow ever. What ends Snake, up happening? Snake Eyes sounds like it should be the bad guy's name. Yeah, we've been yeah, over that's this. That's what makes over this so several cool. times. Gina. I know. I'm okay. never going to stop saying it. I know. Also, for the record, Agent Face's name is Michelino Paulino. Nope. I don't like it. I don't think it is. I think it's Manny Manny Faces. M A N N Y. Manny Faces. Mitchy Faces. Everyone calls him Manny. Is he the Michelin man? Lino, like Chelly Faces. Does he only eat at Michelin restaurants but order Micheladas? Itchy Faces. You. Pal. MP no. Listen, yeah, this all ends with shipwreck punching Agent Faces in the face. Agent Faces hits the ground like with a state of shock. Like we were about to kiss. What the fuck, man? And he then headbutted him. Whatever, it's fine. That's and uh, yeah, there's uh, a that he hit him. It's fine. Anyway, and then all of a sudden, through the fire and smoke, real shipwreck and Polly come out, drill Zartan, who re- reverts back to Zartan, and then he's like, ah, gotcha. And then they all just kind of split up. Yeah, this actually uh, this actually made me bummed out that we didn't see that much of Zartan. And then I realized, like, we haven't really seen much of any of the bad guys, which like is kind of my only I mean, other than the terrible animation is kind of my only complaint about this is that and I get that it's just the nature of the movie and you have yeah. to sort of follow the heroes. But I would have loved to sacrifice a little bit of time with the Joes and some of that really drawn out air fight for some more Baroness and Zartan and, you know, some Tomax and Zaymod in there. I wanted more villains. You know what? I, I, I feel like we could always use more Baroness and Zartan and hijinks with Cobra. I don't feel like they 
they didn't have. I feel like they did have a lot to do in this. There were a lot of scenes what with Cobra Commander do? and Doctor Mindbender. Uh, he uh, infiltrated the Joes, pretending to be shipwreck, I fucked know. everything up. Uh, then yeah. ended up kidnapping shipwreck yes. and Jackson, uh fucking Scarlet. I guess I, but like he did that as other people. I wanted to see his face a little bit more. I don't know. What? I would argue that unlike normal GI Joe, Zartan was the most effective member of Cobra yeah, in, really this, in this entire movie. Yeah, that's true. Which is shocking. We never said that before. <laughs> Now that I think uh, about it. Also, we 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 are not skipping over the part where there's a boulder about to crush all the Joes. Uh, that's what I was going next. Out, it's heavy duty. What? Heavy duty. Please that booty. A heavy duty. Wasn't that Roadblock's cousin who shoots the uh the boulder? No, yeah. it was fucking Snake Eyes who jumps out and in the air starts shooting it with two pistols and breaks it in half like it's asteroids. I really thought that was heavy duty, and now I will have to look. You will feel free to look and see that I am correct. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, here's the deal. Uh, you guys vamp for a sec while I get to the bottom of this mystery. <laughs> oh, I remember heavy duty being there and saying something. Does that help this debate? Earlier, uh, heavy duty is there, and uh, a giant tank of something is about to crush uh, Duke. And he stops it. He holds it with, like, you know, his legs until Duke, like, and Duke just sits there like a dope, like, oh, what's happening? Oh, oh. can I go and back then- for a sec? That scene between Agent Faces and Shipwreck, Polly attacks Zartan Shipwreck, who swats him out of the air, and Shipwreck catches Polly in midair oh. and then immediately just walks over and just annihilates Zartan. Yeah. Uh, and it needs to be said. I need, I do need to say that. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't like any poly violence. No, poly on Zartan Gina. violence is fine, but... Gina loves a love. She likes amore. She likes polyamore. <laughs> that, was a, that was a long walk to get to. <laughs> a joke about you boning multiple dudes, but I stand by it. I really thought so that here's... it was because I had hoped that they would kiss and then get into a foursome. Although fivesome, I guess. Poly counts as an, as an individual. No, you know Polly just no. likes to watch. Stop it. Yeah, no. Polly sits in a big armchair in the corner of that cheap motel under a dim bulb. So here's the deal. Polly. It was dark where I was watching this, obviously, because that was definitely uh, Snake Eyes with two pistols uh, who shot that entire boulder to pieces. And that boulder is roughly the size of remember Age of Ultron, the Avengers movie, Sokovia. <laughs> Sokovia, it's yeah, roughly it's... the size of Sokovia, of and Sokovia. he guns it down with two pistols. I am not happy at all about that. It was it was kind of great. I cheered, and then the whole movie ends like about five seconds later. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry because it, we have a one last moment uh, at the end where Cobra Commander turns and, and he's at first off his team is just like, "Man, aren't you upset? We lost our entire mountain base." He's like, "I I hate the fucking mountains." Uh, so we got something in a jungle. <laughs> a nice lush jungle, a simple. Lush I love jungle. it. Hold, like that hold on. Cobra Here. Commander, man. Right. Hold on. That's- Oh, I was getting tired of the mountains anyway. Don't we have a citadel in a nice jungle somewhere? The end. The end, except for, and here's the thing. Uh, I left it running uh, because uh, uh, there was like six minutes left. I'm like, oh, Jesus, these credits. So I took my headphones off and I was off doing something else. And then right near the end, I I put my headphones back on and I'm like, the fuck is this? That rocks. It is a deal. very shit works for me. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't work for me, but also I uh, it it is very much of its time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's some biohazard shit right there, and I love it. Please do not. 
besmirch the good hardcore name of Biohazard. Are we not uh, going to act like Biohazard themselves did not get into the rock and roll rap heavy metal scene? Are no, you going to sit here did. and actually tell me that, Chan? No, no, no. They did that one song with Onyx, which is one of the greatest songs of all time. The uh, uh, Slam. Da-da-da. But that's that's the extent of it. They're a hardcore band, otherwise, and and a decent one. Uh, but this this new metal stuff, and again, you know, I tell you what, I I love new metal. I do like the conceit of it, but ninety five percent of it is pure dog shit, and this is amongst that ninety five percent. It's wonderful. Now, Chan, I'm going to go ahead and put in the chat for this uh, 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 thing. Uh, 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 oh no, that's that's actually the help menu. God, I don't know how anything works. What Here's a link. Doing? Can we hear a little bit of Onyx with Biohazard on the? Can we compare the two? Now you've heard GI Joe's Eyes of a Hero, which I'll be honest, fucking slaps. That is a banger. That is a straight up 2004 banger, and I will not be hearing otherwise. Even if this came out in 2003, shut up. Uh, now I want to hear some of Onyx and Biohazard, and you'll hear. It's the same exact thing. I would actually argue the G.I. Joe song is a bigger banger than that How one. I'll say it. Fucking I'll say it. I will I will literally fight you. <laughs> I will fight you because when I used to backyard wrestle, this oh, was my it, entrance music. Of course it was. Just hearing it gets my blood pumping. And if you say bad things about this particular remix of this particular song, I will jump off a roof on top of you. Look, Robert Clark Chan, <laughs> I personally saw Onyx in concert live when they opened for the insane clown posse in Ohio. So don't you be talking to me about love of Onyx. I'll just say, look, can we hear that G.I. Joe song one more time? That is, I, I'm convinced it's double banger now. This oh my thing God. rocks. This is, this is making me want to blow my brains out. <laughs> well, I think that was the point. <laughs> I'll be honest, like if this if, they, if I knew that this existed when I was wrestling, this would have been my entrance theme. It's incredible. <laughs> I would listen to this in the car right now. How could I buy this? This song is amazing. What what even are you? Man? <laughs> I think because the snake has no name. I, I, I think this go. argument needs to be settled on Twitter, and we need to be done. All right, Gina, I think I think you're 100 percent correct about the first part at least. Um, <laughs> hashtag Chan's entrance music or hashtag GI Joe banger. Those are your two choices on Twitter. Hit us up with your which song do you think is the bigger banger? I think I know the answer already. Hashtag GI Joe banger. Keep that in mind. Guys, final thoughts on Spy Troops. Um, I'm going to say right now, wasn't sure what to expect walking in the door, and I ended up absolutely loving it. It gets a little slow there in Act 3. I think the fight scenes become a little bit you know, derivative. Uh, they don't really go anywhere. But that being said, I love to see the old crew back. I uh, definitely, like, the animation's terrible, but I thought most of the voice acting is fantastic. The Larry Hammer writing is very, very good. And it gave me a lot more than I was expecting. I would give it a solid, say, eight out of ten. Uh, uh, Go, Chan. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I would give it a five or a six. I would say six or a seven, but the animation really drags it down. I don't want to give it less than a five because then that's, uh, I mean, that's just, you know, bad-mouthing uh, Larry. So, you know. You for go. sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I really liked the writing. I liked most of the voice acting. I loved seeing, uh, seeing my old faves again, loved Polly Mm -hmm. in there, loved shipwreck. 
the animation was hard for me to get past. So <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. I think it would have been higher, but the animation was just so it was like needles on a chalkboard fingernails on a chalkboard needles in my brain in the background as i was watching it and trying to focus on other things and and for the record i think i would would have given it a seven out of ten but that final theme song was such a banger you gotta throw an extra point on top you know you just gotta no you you really don't and that's our show. I hope you enjoyed this look at Spy Troops. We're going to do a Patreon-exclusive episode, maybe a mini-sode. I mean, uh, I don't know. Well, probably not by the time you listen to it. <laughs> we don't do mini-sodes anymore. We forgot how. Um, we we're going to talk about this G.I. Joe cassette tape with Tripwire. You can go to Facebook.com slash Knowing Us Half the Podcast to get some links or our Twitter page to get some links. I'll make sure that it's definitely on there because right before we recorded this, I posted it. So uh, look behind the curtain there, everybody. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, otherwise you can go to patreon.com slash knowing us half the podcast and you'll be able to, uh, get this episode as soon as it, we, we put it up, which will probably be, you know, in the next couple weeks and, uh, have some fun with it. Like, I- I'm really excited to listen to this again. We listened to me and Gina listened to the first like two, two and a half minutes of it. And we've got like Ronald Reagan impressions. You've got pretend newscasts. You've got Peter Laurie as Cobra commander. basically. <laughs> I mean, look, this thing touches all the bases, uh, normally would be four, but here it's like 17. It's amazing. Gina, what were your thoughts on what you heard so far? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good time. I think it's going to be a good listen. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So anyway, you can find us, as I said before, Patreon or Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at GI Joe podcast, but individually I am at almighty Ray. I am not. <laughs> I'm at Gina Ippy. And Robert Clark Chan is not. You can also, I don't know. Wait, that was it. There's no more. There's no more ads. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.